0: Line in the border fies and the humming wise, hey man, you know you're never coming back. Across the square, across the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks. On a gathering storm comes a tall handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand.
1: Hey everybody, <laughs> hey, everybody. welcome to the Stab Cash.
0: I am Mindy. I'm Dan. And welcome.
1: We're here for another Sunday, another spooky episode. We have uh, the Girl from Nowhere from Netflix, a Thailand series.
0: Yeah, um, this is a series that's been out for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, that's still going, yeah. actually. There will be a third season. Um, This episode I brought to Daniel.
1: Yeah, the two-part finale, the BFFs, right? Yeah
0: because I felt like this was the most impactful episode with the most backstory about this girl.
1: Oh, yeah. And I want to kind of, like, put the message at the front that I don't know shit about this show besides these two episodes, but I watched them intently, and I loved them, and I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk about it. And you're kind of going to be the backstory around the show because you've seen the show. Yeah. Uh, but And, and that's kind of how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. But I really... The two episodes I watch make me want to watch the whole thing, and I don't love dubbed stuff. It's not my favorite type of entertainment, yeah. but this series and this the, the, these two episodes and Nano and the Bat it make because she's the one that's in other stuff, right, in the show.
0: Yeah, so it Nano makes me want to watch it for. basically from private school to private school to private school.
1: Yeah, so that shit was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I thought I did not think I was going to like it as much as I did. I thought it was a really well done storytelling. There was a one one or two flaws, not many. They're like there's only a couple things like stopping this from like a ten out of ten, mm-hmm. which is impressive for me. So
0: absolutely, and just to not cut you off, but just to add, Thailand horror is a lot different than Japanese horror, or Chinese horror, or American horror. Well, they get in your head. Yeah. Very psychological. psychological. And absolutely. And
1: I feel like the Japanese do that a the little The Japanese
0: thing. do that really well, but they do that more through torture.
1: Yeah. I Whereas, feel like
0: they go a little farther. Exactly. Because they're doing torture. Though. Yeah. And Thailand, I feel like they really get in your mind more. Yeah. And yeah, there is a little bit of, there is blood, there is gore and whatnot, but It doesn't
1: capitalize on it. No. No, not at all. I thought, and it had a little gore in it. It had some brutality. It had some crazy images. It had some shit that made you want to go, oh, my God. But it also, it it was over the top, but it also felt controlled. And it felt like it just a complete and to the story. It's one of those things that doesn't feel out of place. Like it's not like when you're sitting and saw and you're like, What does this dude having his nuts chopped off have anything to do with the main plot? But fucking in this it's like, oh, this correlates to this and this like had something to do with this and it all like
0: Yeah.
1: And I like stuff like that. The storytelling is really what made this for me. And the acting performances. I thought they got some really good actors and actresses. And
0: Nano the girl that plays Nano, she is That's a good little actress. Yeah. I don't know how old she is. She might just be a really, really looking, really young looking woman. I don't know. Yeah. But she does an amazing job. She does great. I mean, that cackle.
1: Nano is obviously the standout performance, but even that tap and Fung, tap Mm -hmm. and funk, whatever, they awesome. That romance they, and they were kind of the emotional part of it, and it was a love story that was very flawed and very and very real, and a lot of shits like that, and a lot of especially high school emotional, but like we've said in the states too, like it's a relatable type deal.
0: It, Absolutely.
1: It's all high, and it's all people with baggage, with fucked up shit, and them and her bringing it to light, like and all the people dealing with it, and the guy, like the the muscly jock dude, like I don't remember all their names, but the the, the jock dude who like is the lifter, but he's the one that's on steroids. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's who's that supposed to be? He plays the character well. That's that guy. You know, you don't think it's somebody else. <laughs> you know, you know when you say who's the jock, attendant?
0: And like the pretty white attendant. Even. Yeah. You can pick her up. She's the pretty seat.
1: vain one that, you know, doesn't really give a fuck.
0: I mean, it's a woman's makeup. So, basically, I'm going to get into this real, real quick right here. Yeah. Just to give everyone a little bit of backstory. Yes. Um. So, Nano is not human. No. She isn't. She never quite says what she is, even in the second season. She got, and she turns somebody. She she still doesn't say what she is.
1: Yeah, she doesn't know.
0: No, it's not that she doesn't know. She just keeps hush hush about it. Mm-hmm. So, I would relate her to more of a karmic demon, a demon that is not malevolent per se, <laughs> but uh, a little bit. They're there to teach you a lesson. Yeah. And to give you those consequences, that karma. She and, goes about a way of doing it though, you know. I mean, she does it very well, but once you see the second season and you see her prodigy take over, okay. you are going to be like, holy fuck! Nano was the that hell? Bad. <laughs> Yeah. Because Nano even tells her, I'm going to put a little spoiler real quick. Nano even tells this girl, like, look, you're taking it too far. Yeah. We're supposed to guide them, not kill them. Yeah, yeah. So Nano is more of a guidance karmic demon, pretty much. She wants people to take responsibility for their actions. And it seems like. And she does it in a really messed up way, but it's kind of like the story of the monkey paw. Yeah. Like you wish for something, and then something horrible happens, or something gets taken away. Yeah. That's kind of what she does that's her bread and butter yeah
1: and to not spoil well can we get into spoilers yeah we're
0: going to do spoilers now
1: because to not and, and not to jump forward at all but people in this and I don't and it I think it's kind of hinted that every scenario she's in the people in this do get a chance to learn from it at the end
0: oh, absolutely. you know like
1: not saying that everybody survives, but yeah, kind of. Everybody survives at the end. Yeah. Even they though they get fucked get up in the middle, throughout it. Time. Yeah. So when they all wake up and they all leave and, and Dap and Fun go together and everyone's like rustling out of the building, you know, they're different people now. Yeah. So that that's kind of what she was there, not fuck everybody up and kill everybody and get revenge. But oh, she's fucking, there
0: because she's left.
1: Yeah. Um, she's there. That part really kind of came to me at the end. That's why I was like, because... That's when they really show it. And they show her in the different situations and stuff. Yeah, so that happened
0: throughout the first season. Now, the reason I only had Daniel watch the first season finale, because you guys are probably wondering, is because it was a two-parter. And it was more like a movie than it was a TV show. So I felt that was the best episode to start him on. Yes.
1: Now, to give a simple without stretching it out too much to give a simple like uh description of what's going on here. And then if I miss anything, fill in the holes. Okay. okay. Fucking all these friends, Dap and Tung are married and or Dap and Fung are married and they're going through some stuff and they're in the car and and they're you know, she's taking medicine and it's kind of like revealed she doesn't really trust him, right? Yeah,
0: and that she has depression. Yeah,
1: she has depression, she doesn't really trust him. And we don't know if he's a trustworthy guy yet. But when they get to this big, like, high school reunion, they're like the it couple of it. And
0: Yeah, everyone even calls them the it couple. Yeah.
1: And they meet their friends, and they meet all these interesting people. And we kind of described them earlier. And you had a, a couple other ones, too. Like, the guy that was kind of emceeing the whole thing, who mm-hmm. seemed like a really nice guy, but he was kind of fucked in the end, too. Yeah. And uh, they're all there. They dig up this time capsule that they buried Twelve years or whenever they,
0: uh, about twelve years. About, whenever yeah. they graduated,
1: uh, so they dig that up. They find all their old, old stuff. They're getting served drinks by this little schoolgirl. Well, this girl in the schoolgirl outfit. They don't know her name yet, and she's just kind of giving her giving them weird smiles and handing And them like
0: they even ask her her name, and she's like, "Well, why don't you think about it?" Mm-hmm. And just walks away.
1: And that's when they start thinking. And that's when it's like, "Oh shit, it's Nano."
0: Yeah. Well, no, you're jumping a little bit ahead because first, when they were going through the time capsule, they found that cell phone. Yeah. And they were like, "Wait, whose phone is is this?" And the uh, phone, actually, like that that crazy girl Nano that we that left after one semester and sophomore year. Why is this here? Yeah. Oh, I uh, what's going on? And like she just starts cackling. uh, Nano does, and you're like, "Oh shit!" There she is. Yeah. Here we go. And then the video screen shows up with her face. Yeah, and she's like, "Hi, I'm Nano. Hi, I'm Nano." And like it just like goes over and over and over. It's like so creepy and annoying at the same time. Yeah. Just saying. Um, but she does a very good job of being very eerily creepy. Yeah. She does a very good job with that. And so, basically, their uh, song is like, well, this was that crazy girl's phone. I remember because she was always bragging about her boyfriend, Tang, and she was always on the phone with him. All the time. We tried to be her friends, but, like it never worked because she was always talking to Tane. And then one day, we see the girls in a flashback and they want to go out for ice cream and Nana was like, well, Ken's not coming. Ken's so. Ten. yeah. not coming, so I don't know. And then she's like, you know what, let me go wash my feet. And she leaves the cell phone behind. Bond looks through, through the cell phone and she says that she sees that no calls have been made at all. So then she was like so we just started thinking that she was talking into the void. And everyone Yeah talking to nobody, she Yeah, was, and yeah. everyone started calling her crazy bitch and psycho and everything else to get back at her and for some she didn't even do anything. Yeah and and she uh leaves school the one day it was her side of her face completely caved in.
1: Yeah. And there's shit written on her desk and, like, it That's got what leaked. I mean, like, That's, yeah. they
0: wrote on her desk, like, ugly bitch. Yeah. Shit, like,
1: psycho bitch. Go back to where he came from. And the foreshadowing they did, and this is all from, like, Fong's perspective.
0: Exactly. This, this is Fong's story, but guys. But
1: little foreshadowing before we get into Nano's perspective mm-hmm. is getting the be- big roses from Nan, right? Well, Fong got noticeably smaller roses from that or that. And, uh, she there we didn't see a lot of jealousy, but you, you look at her eyes. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, she is it was there. Yeah, it was there. You know, she wasn't like being mean or anything, but it was there. And then she's like, well, I really want to meet this guy. And like, you know, they're trying to Really like go her on and shit. And that's when Nano's like, yeah, if you really cared, he would see me in person. So she's kind of even like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's
0: even like, oh, well, this is ridiculous and like I also, it's kind of eerie the way that she's like, oh, you like them, Fong? Why don't you have them? Yeah. I mean, she knew that she... All right, so we'll go to Nano's perspective now. <laughs> Nano was actually dating that. Yeah.
1: Fong's boyfriend, right? Yeah. yeah, that was tan.
0: Um, That was, that was tan. And the girl's actually found out about this because when she left her cell phone behind because that did happen and she left her cell phone behind and the girls went through it and they saw that she uh that pink number was in there they were curious they called it and they realized quickly that it was uh that that it was her boyfriend and she freaks yeah and she gets everybody together to beat the fuck out of Nano.
1: Yeah, and that's when they start bullying her. That's what, Because she makes the rumor that she was talking from to, yeah, to nobody. So they
0: bully her and whatnot, like you know are you talking about? Her and the girls are the really only one that far.
1: know yeah. Her and her girls are the only one that know that she's fucking yeah. uh
0: dead. But then she tells everybody, like the boys and everyone and everyone's willing to help. And she meets sap in her special place and he puts a trash bag over her face. But she can still breathe. And then all of a well, sudden... Depp of Depp, no, Depp wasn't there. A, it was another young man. i She thought she was
1: man. meeting him because they stole yeah. his phone. It was
0: another young man. Yeah. But all of a sudden, this, these young men and this, these young ladies are literally, like whole Verizon part like they have two by fours
1: yeah like bats and
0: shit and, and wooden baths and metal baths and like they have every fucking weapon they could think of and it's like what the fuck yeah seriously like you are so obsessed yeah and then at the end fong ends up i don't remember what she ends up doing to herself but she does something well, because well, this like is the crucial fat. part of it, right? Yes. Because- because he finds you know. the phone,
1: he finds the phone because he goes yeah. to class and he finds his phone open because the guys or whoever Fong they took his phone and texted him. She thought she was meaning that and that's when everybody got the jump on her. Yes.
0: Yeah, so so he
1: finds the phone right. and then he's like, I'm gonna go and see what the fuck's going on. He goes, he sees the bag overhead. She's blessed. She's like, help me, help me. And then he just like looks at her and he shows his true character, which oh. is a fucking coward, and walks away. Well,
0: not what happens right in the middle of that is Fong. Yeah, but he walks away first.
1: He walks away first from Nano, and then Nano starts smiling. And then it pans to him walking to – and then Fong pops out. And then she's giving him that, like, really sad, like, disturbed look. And then he's like, why are you doing this? You're crazy. You're crazy. We're done. He cuts it off. You're over. And he goes to walk away, and then she grabs out the knife and slits her wrist. Mm -hmm. And that's – and I think Nano reveals she's a cutter earlier in, in the episode, because she, she has, someone, second, lift she has her, someone lift up
0: her audience. Yeah.
1: So everyone knows she's a cutter, but then that gets into why she was cutting. Mm-hmm. And that's why she has the trust issues with that. And it brings it all, you know, full circle.
0: Absolutely. And then, it gets a little more eerie. Because Nino doesn't just know Sap and Funk's secrets. She knows everybody's secrets. And she's willing to take them all down. Yeah. One of them is a the hospital director, and she's like, "You don't even have patients. Like, you just take money from people. Like, you like your hospital doesn't have anybody in it. Like, what the yeah. hell?" And the photographer's
1: so, fucking kids.
0: Yeah. So that was fucked. Oh, they right, the hospital guy. He was uh, he was funneling money for the mob or something. Yep. Yeah. Laundering yep. money. Yes, yeah. money laundering. And um
1: They were all doing illegal shit. They were all
0: doing shit. really bad illegal shit. Yeah. And after she tells them that she knows all this she's just casually sitting on the fucking tracks, by the way. Like she's got her legs crossed, she's just sitting, she's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and um the guy, the people are like, Well, what are we what are we gonna do? Like she knows all this and she's like, Oh, I took care of it for you. And they're like, wait, what? And she just starts tackling. And they're like, she put something in our food, in our drink. Food? And she's like, no, not your food. And they were like, oh, my God. She put something in our drink. And she yeah. never confirms it. That's the prank. Oh, okay. She never says yes or no. She says maybe. Oh. She does not Oh yeah, she concrete does say. Maybe. say that anybody is being poisoned or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So then she has this bottle, she has a syringe of like orange orange liquid, and she says that it is the antidote to the poison that she put in their food or in their drinks. And this one young man ran up and pulsed himself with the syringe immediately, and then she's like the steroid oh. guy. Yeah, and she's like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you guys going to do now? He has, has the antidote in his blood. And they all just start, like, cutting him open and drinking his blood and shit. And then, like, one by one, they start getting sick and everything. And she's like, <laughs> and starts and again. And she's like, I never said that there was poison in your guys' food. The drink, yeah. drinks, yeah. And um, I never, I mean, I said the syringe was antidote, but um, it was actually the poison. So, you guys all drank his blood, and now you guys are all gonna die. And she just like the again, and walks out. And then everyone wakes up, and they realize what they have done, and the errors of their ways. And they try to change everything. Well, I mean,
1: it's implied that they might. All you see at the end is like a flash of them all waking up, looking at each other like all fucked up. The MC dude's like, we should do this next year. And then they all look at him like, fuck you, dude. And then they just walk out. So maybe they better their lives. Who knows? Who knows if Fong and Tab stay together? Who knows? Because during all that, uh, like when they find out, because the flight attendant, the the, the friend, because after all this, after we reveal what, fong did to nano and fong's like deep rooted trust issues and what they do to her mentally fong's like well can you still trust that because maybe you're worried
0: for a reason and then she's well nano even says don't you think it's funny that she's a flight attendant and he's a pilot and he picks her up for work every day yeah dude. did and don't you think it's a little funny that she's with him more than you are, and like all of a sudden she puts on a fucking dash cam that she happened to have inside the car.
1: Yeah.
0: And you see that he's cheating on
1: her. And my favorite part is Fung's freaking out, and then she starts like she grabs a knife and starts like going after the flight attendant. But during that, Nanos like I have a video of them fucking too. If you want to see it, but like, yeah. she didn't say it like that. But she was no, like. What she
0: said <laughs> was, I am I have a video of the two of them in bed later he's like, Yeah, hey, me. <laughs> it's like I got the I got the tape.
1: <laughs> it was just funny as
0: shit. It but... was. I mean, that's why I say that she is a complete demon. Demon, which is basically like what well, goes around comes around, bitch. Yeah, like you wanted to kill me because I messed around with your boyfriend, but your best friend is messing around with him now and he's your husband. So what the fuck?
1: and then to me what commences is the most fucked up and the most thing where you know it's a Thailand show or you know it's like something that's not here in the states cuz we we're afraid. we go far but we don't go that far and uh Fong's just sitting there fucking all sad and then she looks at Tap and he's got his arm around the flight attendant and he's like consoling her and looking at her like you're a crazy bitch and she just like sees all this shit unraveling and she goes nuts and then she grabs the knife and then she goes after them again or some shit Mm -hmm. and then fucking that pushes her on the ground she falls intensely and then it's revealed that she's been pregnant for three months Mm -hmm. nano says she hasn't told him and all that shit and you just see her have a miscarriage and you see the blood pour out of her legs and shit it was awful fucking crap and tap's like i'm so sorry and she's like i'll never forgive you and it's like it's just so fucking sad Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's really fucked up it was it was cool to have a good fucked up love story in this like crazy horror Absolutely.
0: Thing. And that's why I took these two episodes too, because it really was like a movie. Like you had everything in it, like romance, a little bit of comedy, yeah. stuff, stuff, shit, gore, horror. But like and like I said at the beginning, like I expect
1: everyone to watch this and give all the props in the world to nano and that young woman and her performance, but like Fong really fucking killed it. As like yeah. the popular high school, but goody, goody girl who's like nice to everybody, but then unravels and becomes like a really fucking bad person and has these mental issues and just loves this guy and doesn't know like, that's a lot of girls. That's a mm-hmm. lot of young, women. it's a relatable thing. And it's also like really fucked up and they take it very far in dark ways. Oh, and she does it with her face and the performance and even through an English dub and stuff like that actress did a phenomenal job and And
0: I will like I want to add on what Daniel said about the English dub normally I'm not that into it either but there are some shows like this one that they do it well they did good enough and
1: unless my ear is incorrect to me it felt like they got Thai actors that could speak English to do the dub I think it didn't did. sound
0: American. No, it did not sound American at all. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what book said.
1: So I feel like it. At least to me, it sounded like they got like they still got people from Thailand, but it was different actors. But it was guys that like spoke the the language a lot better. And
0: I think that helped them in the long run, honestly.
1: Yeah, because I can still hear the accent, and it still felt real in the shit they were saying. someone like when they were like mouth especially because their sentences are very fast and then they say something that they're like, well, a couple of years ago I had a <laughs> doesn't really time upgrade, but it's still, it's, they, it, they did, they did a great job. It's better than like Naruto. Believe it. And like, it, there's yeah. been really bad English stuff out there and this isn't in that category. So it worked.
0: It, it really did. So it is on Netflix. If you guys want to check it out right now, there's only two seasons, but I did check off and they are filming the third season. They ex- back to have it wrapped up and ready for netflix in august yeah so hopefully we'll we'll get it there
1: i do gotta say my one flaw with this stuff because nano the lesson the life lesson everything going to the class saying please be kind and stuff and i get that people are supposed to fuck up and she's supposed to teach them shit but going out of your way and fucking another girl's boyfriend to kind of set things in motion. You can't tell me that there's not a little bit of Mel, a little fucked up shit there. Like you made that happen a little bit. Yeah. Like, like you could have let them be happier. But like, she see instigated. if she, he fucked somebody else and then watch that happen. And maybe right. you get blamed for it or something. No, because but, she knew
0: that she needed to instigate.
1: Yeah, him. she was not innocent. That's the thing about no, it. She, she wasn't was just innocent. a force that was there. It's like, oh, you're going to learn from this. She's like, oh, I'm going to fuck your boyfriend and see how you yeah. react. <laughs> it's so like, it's like, that's
0: got to be... She's not innocent. She puts people in situations to see if they're going to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Well, even with in, insinuating that she drug their drink and the syringe was the antidote and then just watching them all go crazy trying to get the the syringe with the antidote and beating each other up to get it. Yeah. I mean, she instigated she to did. see what their you know, how their their true behavior. They, yeah, yeah, their yeah. basic instinct That's really what I was think that she does. Facts. That she instigates the situation to a point. Where she can just sit back and watch all their secrets and everything unravel. Yeah, I just think she
1: goes like, because she goes a little far into making that happen. Because it's like, what did you, so if Fong found out, if Fong found out, did not go, because to me, this is how it should be dealt with. If Fong found out, just knocked her out real quick, gave her a straight two-piece in the hallway, and then walked away and didn't get her bullied, didn't get anything would she still, like, go crazy and try to fuck everything up, or would it be okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it because Fong took the really devious route and, like, became a really bad person? Or if she would have just been like, all right, bitch, you fucking my man! And she, like, roundhouse kicked her in the hall. <laughs> or, like, she walks into class and she just hits her with her purse or something. Yeah. Like, would that be all right? Or, like, is she, are they still getting tortured for fucking
0: right. the reunion?
1: And so there was little... Th- just that one little thing. It's like, bitch, bitch you kind of started this. But it was... I, I still, the whole life lesson of it, and even like the part that you said at the end, when they did it and they showed their true behavior and they showed that none of them really cared about each other, I, I was like, you know, that kind of makes sense to what this thing's trying to do. Yeah. Because it's like this guy who who's like your friend, he's injected with it. Are you going to fucking cut him up and eat him open? Yeah, we all are. And yeah, we're going to fight each other for that. And we're going to turn into animals. It turned very like Lord of the Fliesy a little bit.
0: Yeah, like, I would definitely agree with that. It took really really hard term but it wasn't too much it wasn't no. cannibalism no
1: but it was just like are you guys going to be this family that you were in the beginning when shit goes down yeah and they proved that no we're not it's every man for himself yep. we will drink our friend's blood <laughs> that means we'll be all right yep and uh i, I thought it, it did it really well I, I liked the gore it wasn't too much i like the storyline I was in on it the whole time. I didn't get bored. Nano had really good facial features. I like how from uh, Fong's perspective, Nano seems a lot crazier. And then in the scenario where Nano's telling it, uh, she's more like just like scared because she's fucking her boyfriend. So she kind of feels bad. And that's what goes back to the roses when she throws the bouquet out the thing. That shows her kind of feeling bad. like She's like, if Fong won't take the roses, I'm throwing
0: them. Because yeah. it's like,
1: it's your boyfriend's roses. I shouldn't be getting them. Yeah. So it was little things like that. And it shows that Whatever the demon is, it does have a little soft side, too. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought the whole thing worked. I would give it an 8.5 out of 10.
0: Um, after seeing the entire series, the, um, well, not entire, but I'm still waiting on the third season, I would say it's definitely like a 9, but if I'm reviewing this just these two episodes, I would give it an 8.5, definitely.
1: Yeah, and it did what you wanted it to do for me. You know, it made me want to watch the rest of the show and see what Nano's up to. Yeah, it
0: entices you, just looking at her, because, like, we've seen, like, creeped out with, like, the creeper and whatnot, but to me, she's more serious.
1: Yeah, she is.
0: And that, cackle. Oh, my goodness. I cannot get that cackle out of my head. She's
1: very creepy. That actress has the smile down to the fucking key. Yeah, she really
0: she really does. And whoever dubbed her did an amazing job.
1: Yeah. She got the high-pitched voice and everything good.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it works. I I thought it it was a tremendous couple episodes, and I'm excited to watch the series, and then we'll come back and talk about that.
0: Absolutely. So, as we already told you guys, June, um, we are seeing Booking In this uh next week. Yeah. But we're not gonna do the show on it because June, as you all remember, is going to be Freddy Krueger
1: month. Freddy Kruger month, baby.
0: So June we will be starting with an analysis between the remake and the first and month. the first
1: one. Yeah, we've gotta gotta compare and contrast, see like if the remake did anything better. It kinda gotta get shit on in the time. And we did review it like when we first started. We were even but a different man. name. Knew this, but
0: real quick, I never knew this. Robert England actually liked. Yeah, no, he Robert was a fan. Played Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah, he was a fan. He thought yeah. he did a great job, and I thought he did good too. And he's been in other stuff too. I think he's Rorschach and, yeah. and Watchmen. Uh, he he he's he's a good actor, and I thought it was a good pro- and it was an eerie, not funny, not gimmicky Freddy Krueger. It, it was, was a little more different. And a lot of people have, and we're going to compare and contrast to, like, should he you know,
0: done this,
1: been a Diddy done Fiddler or not, you know? Yeah. Should, should he, and who knows? But it's going to be fun to watch both movies movies again this week. I've seen both of them multiple times, and so have you. But it's so fun to refresh and then talk about it. Cause... Exactly.
0: And I haven't watched, like, all of them in a while. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice to go back and watch all of so them. So
1: we're kind of going to be having a Freddy Krueger summer, so don't get much sleep, kids.
0: Yep, we're going to make sure your kids stay up all night.
1: And then um, at some point, because we did promote it last week, at some point me and Mindy will be finishing The Devil and Me and putting that up, too. That, that's more of a series that's it's going to be an episode here, an episode there, with, yeah. whereas Nightmare and Elm Street, we kind of going in a row. That's going to
0: be more of like a gaming kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a horror, so what we do it's just going to be a little different. And
1: just and, uh, like House of Ashes, we did tackle it like a movie, and we will tackle this one like a movie, too. Of course. But it, it we'll get into that uh, a couple weeks down the road. All right.
0: Sounds uh, good. So I'm going to give you all a big hoodoo and tell you all to have a spooky week. That's on to
1: Daniel. Everybody have a good week. We'll see everybody next Sunday. Make sure to check out everything else on the Inscripted Network and check out us next Sunday. Make
0: sure to follow. And if Daniel has posted the number yet, which I'm not sure if he did, make sure that you can go ahead and call us. And maybe you could even be on the show. And get your opinion, nerd.
1: Yeah, I did for the last couple episodes that I've in the works of putting up an email for it, too. So.
0: All right. And as far as this, uh, uh, TikTok goes, I do not have a phone. So right now, it is on hiatus. Yeah. Will I be coming back? Yes. Will I be coming back strong? Absolutely. Yeah. But it'll be a few weeks.
1: Understandable. So uh, we'll see everybody then, and everybody have a good week. We'll see everybody next time.
0: All right.